All right, hello and welcome to the FBL Hangover podcast, where we raise the bar and lower the tone, all things FBL related. We are recording here today on the 25th of October, 2021. Uh, this is episode number 125, season four, episode 11, the same number as a certain talismanic Liverpool player, but that we will get to at a later time. You may notice that this is not your usual podcast uh, host uh, in that Jur is not here today. So it is being hosted by me, the at FPL drunk Seamus. And I'm here joined by my podcast partner in crime, Paddy. How are you doing? I'm doing great, Seamus. And that was a fantastic intro. I don't think Jer will ever recover from that. It was that good. You know what I mean? Like, you know, not quite off, first time. I must least- say that those intros are like you make one mistake, you're flustered. It took me what three or four goes there to get that. <laughs> don't be, don't be, don't be saying, don't be telling any of the secrets. Not you nailed it the first time, man. And you know what? You're a fantastic host, and we're about I, to lower the tone. Yeah, I mean, I already think this podcast is one of our best, and we're That's like a minute so, into it. I'm behind you. I'm 100 behind you. Yeah, cool. Well, look, um, we're we're calling, uh, we're discussing this uh, game week just gone, game week nine, a bit of a mental game week. Monster scores going around there. Game week average rank of 64 points um, is what I'm seeing here on the the website. Some huge scores, huge amount of variance involved in this, and we're about to get get into it here in a moment. Um, what we'll do is we'll start off by just doing a quick review of our game week nine scores. Uh, I'm going to offer to you to go first. Um, so, Paddy, how did your game week nine go? Well. Thanks for asking, Seamus. It's great. It feels great to go through this pain once again. You know what I mean? I've already went through it once, so here we go. Get it I, uh, early. Get it I, I just want to. I'm going to get off right. Uh, this was my game week to turn everything around, Seamus. From if, if any of the listeners remember last week, I was saying that I was going to be the guy. You know, the guy that was doing bad that was going to turn the season around. And and start doing well again, you know. I was because uh, you and Jer are doing pretty good, like so, you know. And I thought to myself, okay, I'll captain, I'll captain Lukaku. You know, I'm gonna go Lukaku because we discussed, you know, if there was any game week to captain Lukaku, it was going to be this game week. Yes, and of course, last week when we recorded, it was before he went off injured against Malmo. Exactly, exactly. So we're just going back in time a little bit, just like everyone remembers. So I was going to go Lukaku, and that was totally cool. Lukaku gets injured, and I'm like, right, shit. Maybe I go and captain Salah now. Maybe I bring in Vardy. Maybe I bring in one of the other candidates. Anyway, I decide to go and bring in Edward from Crystal Palace. But differential, you know. But I still had Ronaldo and Antonio. I thought was enough. And the people would be selling Ronaldo like fuck. And we, we know how that went as well. So I, then I decided that was fine. This The talk started it started in twitter havertz havertz sorry i'll make that i've already had to correct i've already had to correct you on his pronunciation you for some reason thought it was pronounced havertz and it was a silent r yeah we got to the bottom of this pre-pod because i i I didn't want you saying havertz for the rest of the season basically it it basically annoyed the fuck out of shame so i had to google the pronunciation of havertz and it's uh it's not havertz it's havertz havertz I still can't fucking say it. I've been saying well, that by long. the end of the pod, you'll have it right. But anyway, I will, so I will, anyway, yeah. was Havertz. Yeah, Havertz. He was there. He was, it, it, it might, some might say FOMO, fear of missing out. And you know what? 
I considered it, but it wasn't FOMO for me. I actually, Seamus, we talked about it um, privately. I did, I did look at the fixture Norwich. I thought to myself, you know, Chelsea playing Norwich, it's a give, it's a gimme, it's a no-brainer. Yeah. Okay, that's a, that, that's a five or six nil right there. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And let me tell you this now, right? And I said this to you off air. I'm going to say it again. If you were to tell me the result of the Chelsea Norwich game, okay, that it would be seven nil to Chelsea, but you weren't going to give me who scored or any details of the match, and you were you offered me a triple captaincy on Havertz. I would have took it. I would have done it. I would have triple captain Havertz in that game, knowing it was 7-0. And I would have made that decision, Seamus. Like, yeah. Like 100. Would you have made that decision if you were told in, that score? Yeah, in that circumstance. In a Back to the Future Almanac kind of yeah. way, if I read the Almanac, but it didn't have if the scores. If you bought the magazine yeah. that Biff stole from, you know. You the Almanac. Yeah, yeah. That's what it's yeah. called. Oh, that was called. I was thinking, uh, yeah. that's a fancy word. So that... Brilliant. So we were already we're already on the same vibe, right? Okay, cool. Yeah. You're more back. Uh, no, yeah, no. I'd I'd have done the same thing. If you're hearing at seven and you're going, look, we got to get some. And he was the only attacker um, <laughs> and pulled back, I guess. That uh, I think actually, bar the two substitute, bar two of the three substitutes that came on, he was their lowest scoring player in the entire game. Everyone else oh. got, you know, defense six, defenders got six, Rudiger got nine, Chilwell got twelve, <laughs> James got thirteen. Um, you just now I was never keen on on that that this that player because I was like I'm gonna want rid of him in a few weeks. But anyway, look, yeah, you got him in. Seamus, you were very vocal on that last week as well. I remember you saying that you know he was only a problem that you would get. You know, you're only bringing a problem and a three week problem. Yeah, remember, you said I'll something you, about that. Yeah, I'll tell you why because I'm the master of that this season. I'm bringing in players who are becoming problems that I didn't have to move out later, and it's actually costing me long term because I'm not able to then move for the players I really want to get back in case in point Trent uh, without taking a hint so uh, a hit so if I want to get Trent back in this week I'm gonna have to take a hit because I was fucking around with Alonso and shit like that so um look that's that's an aside we'll get to my team in a while tell yeah. me more about how the rest of your team went actually so you got three points from him is that right yeah I'm just gonna I'm just gonna finish up here right so I, I brought Havertz in okay so that made me then for a minus four I may add I brought him in for a minus four. So that made me, I had to bench someone, Seamus. I had to bench mm-hmm. someone on my team. I was playing three at the back, so I couldn't really bench any of my defenders. So I had to bench on my midfielder. So I decided out of Embuemo, Rafina, Salah, and Smith Rowe, somebody had to go to the bench. You, you get me, Seamus? I do get you because I was watching that Friday night game. Right, she must pull out that little Back to the Future magazine there again for me and uh, <laughs> tell me who would you bench out of Umbuemo, Rafina, Salah, and Smith Rowe? Well, obviously it would be Rafina because he's more likely to go off injured than anyone. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. So yeah, we know how this tale goes. I benched Smith Rowe, who ended up getting thirteen fucking points. Yeah. And on top of it all. In my defense, I had Christensen. Christensen didn't play for Chelsea. Mm-hmm. Um, which bypasses, obviously, my injured bench player, Aileen. Smithrow was never coming on, my first sub. And on comes Williams for Norwich with a minus one. Oh, Williams came up for a minus one. I did not even realize that. Oh, my God. 
Pop, like I've been kicked in the testicle 16 times, right? You know, Havertz minus four. Havertz minus four. I didn't captain Salah. I captained, I captained Havertz as well, by the way. And I yeah. benched Smith Rowe. And then on top of it all, right? Every single thing that went wrong, Williams minus one comes on. And I get a fucking 49 overall score with a minus one for Williams and a minus four hit, which is 44 points. I am now down to an overall rank of 2.5 million in the Ooh. world. Yeah, I did the math beforehand. So I mean, yeah. with 40, 44 points after your hit. So with your own 49, that Williams got you a minus one. You sent me this earlier and I was like, what was the minus one about? I didn't realize Williams actually cost you a minus one. So uh, 48 minus four. Uh, game week rank of 6.1 million, I believe. This is before, not including the hit, so yeah. probably a bit more when you take that factor that in. Your OR from 2.5 million, 1.5 million uh, to 2.5 million. That is like a huge drop. That is, that's yeah. us. And look, all because, the, well, not all because, but that Salah captaincy, how many points did you calculate that cost you? 21 points? Crazy. Would have been, would have been a 65. Would have been, you know, a bad week, but not not terrible, yeah. not dirt. Well, you know? And Seamus, in the grand scheme of things, I'm going to ask you how your team done, by the way, because Jer always fucking gets on to us. We never ask him how. Oh, you never ask me how I fucking done. But um, I will ask you, Seamus, in a second, right? Two questions for you. First one is a guy like me at 2.5 million right now. How many game weeks in game week? T- going into the 10th game I, week, okay? Yeah. There's other people out there that are listening to this that are doing, like, probably stinking out the place as well. Where is a realistic finish for us guys now? Um, Where should we even for? Should we be even well, for top 500k? Or oh yeah, certainly. I think you could be top 500k before Christmas. But top 100 has gone. No, I don't even think it is. I don't even think it is. It's a weird season. It's so tight there in the top 100k at the minute, and that's part of the what I want to discuss here. Once before I do my own team. It's super congested. It's really, really tight. Um, there's definitely ground to be made. I know last season uh, when I was at like 2.5 million and I was at, that was at like game week six or seven, only a couple of weeks further back than where you are now, mm-hmm. um, you know, I was able to gain rank. And I think I got just outside the top 100K by about New Year's. Like I was 150K or something like that. Now, whatever way the rest of the season went, I was not really able to move. I went up and I went down and I went back up, but I never really got past the 100k mark it was just a weird odd season for me i think it had been established by then but what you got to do is you got to try and so you got to try and push and get back up to as close to 100 200k doesn't even i wouldn't even focus on 200k right i'd be focused on trying to get to 300k rank which you can get to pretty pretty well but a few two or three good game weeks in a row you'll get to that pretty quickly and Seamus, can I ask you now, as someone who actually made that claim, and I remember last week actually giving you a dig, I was like, oh, it's a humble break, and here I am now, and it's the most valuable information in the world. Can I ask you, when you were there and fucking dis- disillusioned and like, these horrible feelings of dread, the tactics, there's two choices here. Did you start to go maverick and start to, you know, fucking you know do these try and chase the points or did you just play safe and just just tune into a safe game like no the opposite i went abc fpl all right that's what we often call it in here in uh, some uh chats i'd have group chats and other players i speak to abc fpl go back to basics okay yeah so you know you're talking about like captaining salah it's not going to be glamorous you know option captaining salah um, getting right in, in the wave. Trent, Cancelo, just just keep getting the guys in there. Just go safe, safe, safe. 
Do you know what else it does as well? It um, allows you to kind of disconnect from FPL a small bit because sometimes you can get too involved and you're looking at the maverick moves like your, your Havertz and I'm going to get this guy in, I'm going to get that guy in. Like, I think Jur said it to me, a guy that you overlooked this week, he told you last week, get in Livermento, who got nine points for Ailing, who was injured, or for who's your defender who wasn't playing? Williams, who had came on for minus one. So that was a 10-point swing. If yeah. you just did that one move, didn't I would have been fine. Yeah, I didn't focus because, on Lukaku or Havertz because you would have got. Uh, yeah, and you she got him off the bench, he, and you might have captain Salah. I was and I was about to make that early move. I was going to make the early move. I was going to just do it right there and then, spontaneous. Get rid of um, Ealing for Livermento, but Jer also said, "I'm not blaming Jer, but I mean this is FPL." He says, "No, wait." He goes, "What if Salah gets fucking injured in the Champions League?" Exact words. What if Salah gets injured in the Champions fucking League? You know. Keep your transfer. I kept my transfer. Mm. Lukaku got injured, which sent me into turmoil. Well, not turmoil. I didn't have to still make the move, but I made a transfer, and it wasn't Livermento anymore. He wasn't... The fire wasn't ailing. It was the big expense of Lukaku, which also goes back to the basics of only... Well, no, you can't even say that, because that was a fire. I had to... Yeah, not only, but fix your weakest part of your team. And I, I said it to you before... A ball was kicked on a Friday night before Smith Rowe did his thing. I was like, realistically here, you know, you could have eight attackers play and only have two defenders play. And so you'd still end up with 10 because you had Williams, who usually recently hasn't been playing. Um, I know he came on here, but he cost you minus points. So I don't know if you want to count that as a win. Um, then you had Ailing, And who's your other non-playing defender or player who's risky? Oh, Christensen, who didn't play in it. So Christensen's yeah. risky. Ailing is definitely out, and the other guys are. I was like, you could end up with ten, and look, lo and behold, that's what happened. So yeah. I think that was more of a risk when Smith Rowe had a fine fixture and making a transfer there. Now I know that ended up being the case because you got Lukaku, and if you, but I think I would have went uh, for a defender. But anyway, personal preference. Anyway, so just to summarize, forty-four points overall. Um, that leaves you on two point five million in kind of in the mud a bit. And look, we'll discuss how you can get back there in a bit. But I would. My, you asked me, I'm going to say ABC FPL, go back to base six. Now that, and before that, you know it, you'll have you'll be back up in the top million. And from there, you just reassess your goals. You should constantly be reassessing your goals. Get in top 500K, then you're looking at top 300K, then you're looking at top 100K. Before yeah, you know it, it's, yeah. Seamus, it's Easter and you're having a wank. You know? That's what we need to hear. So, I love it. And, uh, and Seamus, just there, you said uh, if I had done the salad cap, I would have got 64 and I wouldn't have been great still. You actually got a total of how many points? Well, uh, it's great. Thank you for segueing into my team. But yeah, I want to yeah, discuss segwaying. Jura's points. I'm going to discuss Jura's points, first of all, because okay, Jura actually okay, the best okay. at treating us. And it's tradition that the person hosting the pod ends up going last, okay. um, as Jura's always keen to tell us. Uh, but Jura, I don't even know what Jura's, Jura got, so I'm looking forward to Jura, this. Jura, to his credit, had it even better. Jura got 97 points. Oh my they God. Almost, he wow. almost got the ton. So um, his, point, his point, yeah, I'm sure you were. His <laughs> points came from uh, Salah Captain. Um he got uh, Jimenez, Antonio up front, so his forwards did okay. He had uh, Livermento, he had Trent Alexander-Arnold, he had Rudiger, so the back line did well. And wow. yeah, had up to 97. So, I mean, fair play to him. He got a, he got a rank rise. He's the gold of the pod. I'm not sure exactly what he's on. I could pull it up here, but I meant to do it before the pod and I didn't write it down. So, fair play to him. Uh, and give him, give him props. Well, I can talk about my team in a bit more now. I think what happened was you spilled your pint of Guinness everywhere and it distracted yeah, I did. me. <laughs> yeah, I did, I did. Um, so that 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 taught us a lesson. 
Um, and that's what, that's not going to happen when you're, when you're drinking whiskeys here, so that's fine. Um, oh, yeah. Less of a mess. Um, okay, so my own game week, I got 86 points. Okay. Um, mixed feelings about it. Uh, I, I'm quite happy with the score in itself, and I got some decisions brilliant, but I'm being punished for decisions I'm not making an indecision here, so it's it's a bit frustrating. Uh, actually, 86 points you think would be enough for possibly a green arrow, but no. With a game week rank of 1.6 million, yeah, I dropped 20k in rank. So no. Uh, that's fucking mental, Seamus. Yeah, it's just very. You got 84 there. points and you fucking drop. Where? What's your overall it, rank? Sorry. 86 points. So I'm on 617 points in total. Or is that a 123k? I started a week on 103k. So just outside top 100k. Um, I'm four points behind 100k. All right. So basically. Four points difference from maintaining rank last week, which was basically the Liverpool clean sheet, which um, had been bust when Ronaldo scored, but then was ruled offside, or that 94th minute Wolves clean sheet penalty bust, uh, which was really heartbreaking because um, I was relying on Cody there when I started Alonso, okay, this mm-hmm. week, and Alonso didn't play. I just felt like after a few games in a row against Norwich, that might be the game that Alonso might get. He's going to yeah. get one of these games here. I'm assuming may not actually happen. And uh, yeah, so I started Alonso. He didn't play, so Cody's coming off my bench. And uh, that would have been six points. That would have been enough to see me with a green, slight green arrow, 100k, but no, it didn't happen. Um, my points were actually quite similar to Jerry's. Rudiger, Livermento. I didn't have Trent. Um, I captained Salah. I had Antonio. My transfers this week were Vardy in and Cancelo for uh Marcel, who actually got dropped, so that was a, would have been a problem I would have had to deal with. Cancelo only yeah. got one point because Unlucky of uh, Ederson. Yeah, and Ederson brain fade, brain fade there where he just flew out and clattered into your man, which is so stupid. But uh, look, one point, he's a long-term hold anyway, so I'm happy to have him. And yeah. I went with Vardy. Now, the odd move I made, and Jura kind of gave me some grief about this, was I went for uh, Ronaldo to Vardy, not Lukaku to Vardy. So I've got an injured Lukaku on our bench, um, which seems odd. Hmm. Yeah, I'm looking forward to hearing the explanation of this because it does seem odd that you kept the injured Lukaku and or you kept the injured Lukaku and you sold Ronaldo, who could have maybe popped up and he kind of did. He has the repose disallowed. So give us the reasoning behind that. Like, because you, did you did you have an idea of how long Lukaku was going to be out for? Or no, we didn't really know. Um, but look, as it turned out, he's definitely ruled out for two games. He may actually be back for Newcastle, but find out during the week. I don't expect him to. So he's going to be my plan transfer this week. The forwards I want in there alongside Antonio. Um, basically, my, my big problem the last few weeks has been Ronaldo and Lukaku up front. So much money up front there. Um, I should have a few weeks ago sold Ronaldo for Antonio, but I wanted to keep Ronaldo and I upgraded Scarlett. And that's caused problems. And I need to address yeah. that. So I've identified that I wanted to get Tony and Vardy in in the next two weeks. Um, a part of the problem as well has been there's been injuries cropping up, like Lukaku, yeah. Rafinha. And Vardy like now as well? No, possibly Vardy. I'm waiting, I'm waiting on news. Do we know anything about that yet? No? No, n- nothing. I haven't heard anything concrete yet, but I'm sure something will come out soon. But just, just I know you're still in, in, deep in your team and all, but you're thinking about Tony's and all this. We, can we... Can we pencil it in later to talk about uh, Hang Chang Lee or Hang Lee Chang for yeah, Wolves yeah, fine, as yeah, a possible replacement can. later on? Yeah. But no, continue on your continue on your 
Yeah, look, I mean, um, Tony's got some amazing fixtures coming up. So my planned route had been Ronaldo to Tony until Ronaldo got injured. And then with that, when the Lukaku injury happened, Vardy's started getting a ton of interest. And I looked a bit more closely. And there was an element of worry being left behind with the effective ownership if he did well against Brentford this week, who at the same time are still a promoted team. And they did win 2-1, lest we forget. Um so I said, this week I'm going to go for Vardy. Next week I'm going to go for Tony. I was trying to figure out who I wanted this week. You know, yeah. Tony is the home had the home team advantage this week. But the thing about Vardy that I liked was Brentford. Okay, I wasn't actually expecting too much this week, but Arsenal at home next week looked amazing, and particularly Leeds in game week 11. Like Leeds are terrible right now. They're just like conceding so many goals. So I was like, this is the guy to get. Price is going up. Let's get him in. But if I wanted to get him in for Vardy, it wouldn't give me enough for Cancelo. And Cancelo, in my mind, I had to come in. Um, I could have sold Alonso for Cancelo, but I, part of my brain just was like, oh, Alonso's going to start. And if he starts this week, if it's going to be a 5 or 6 nil, which we, you know, it's going to be a paddling, which we thought it would be, um, it would be amazing to have him. Imagine I sold him for Cancelo and then he got like a 15 point. Yeah, yeah, right. 100%. Um, and that's, look, it's it leaves me in the same position this week because I need to get rid of Alonso. And I'm like wondering, well, maybe he'll start against Newcastle now. So uh, yeah. I'm, I'm I in a position we, to, there, Paddy. I think maybe, we need, yeah, go on ahead, James. Yeah, so I'll just finish that. So anyway, Vardy came in for Ronaldo. And the other thing would be if I sold Lukaku for, even say for, for Tony to make up the money, um, I would have had to bench Ronaldo. I mean, well, I would have had to bench one of Ronaldo. You wouldn't Sar- bench Ronaldo. <laughs> exactly but i would have had the bench one of ronaldo sar or gallagher and like i like i wanted to have gallagher for this fixture against newcastle at home and i wanted to keep sar for that watford game and if you told me like you said if you told me watford would beat everton 5-2 yeah. i would have been asking so how many points did Sar? how many goals did sar get did he end up with a, a double digit score or a triple digit score but uh he only ended up coming off with two points and he didn't even play uh, too much. He only played 63 minutes, so he got his rest this week, which is a shame. Even more of a shame is that the person that came on for him, Dennis, got a goal and two assists. So oh, uh, that's that's a real shame. But there's no way he's going to be benched against Southampton. So one more week for him at least. And look, other than, after that, I, I have no pro- problem benching him. But look, this all stems from all the money I've put into my forward line. Yeah. Okay, we're not, and that has to be addressed. So like Lukaku, if he's not. So unless I hear he's start, he's available for this weekend, which I'm sure I won't, he's going to go for Tony. Seamus, um, basically Ronaldo has ruined FPL for a lot of people. Yeah, that was one of my mistakes. I made a few. I mean, there is a 35-point swing in variance here by going for Alonso over Chilwell. Mm-hmm. 35 points would have me, like, that is ridiculous amounts. Okay, so if I had just done that a few weeks ago. Um, but it, it's the Ronaldo is the big problem. A few weeks ago when I wanted to get Antonio, if I just went Ronaldo to Antonio, and I think Jura went Ronaldo to Lukaku at the time. So he just kept the one premium striker. They're just not playing well. And uh, yeah, put that money, it would give me the options for the likes of Foden, maybe Mount. Um, I said weeks ago Mount was going to be my Jota replacement, but then Mount was obviously injured. And I don't think anyone expected him to do so well. So like, let's talk about some of the other players that performed well this week, okay? Because there was a few that caught a right, right? Yeah, there was. But I mean... Such an interesting discussion there, Seamus, with uh, with variance. And I just want to I want to say there's people listening here that done great. There's people listening to done shit. But I mean, you can't beat yourself up 
about this game week, Seamus. Like, there was a lot of 50-50 calls that just went fucking the wrong way. Yeah, that's the way it was. And look, like, a lot of people, there's huge swings in Fortune yeah. this week. Uh, sorry, I'm pouring a drink as I'm talking here. A so. lovely Jameson too, lad. Do you know what? Yeah, I did. I might join like you for one. I have one right here in the back pocket here. Cheers, lad. Stuff, yeah. Cheers. Here we go. Cheers, here we go. Boom. Now I'm going to dilute mine with a bit of ginger ale because I'm a, I'm a bit of a, a pansy here. So apologies to all the purists out there. But um, yeah, no, there was look, there was some amount Bear of points this week. <laughs> I've got enough from Grant. Not as much as you now, Paddy, but... No, uh, look, um, I, I pulled up some stats. Like, there was a few players that did well this week. Look, we all know the, the main ones. Um, but it caused huge, huge shifts in, uh, in changes in OR for many players, both upwards and, in your case, downwards. You could see it in our own FPL Hangover Mini League podcast. Uh, mini League. Um, so some players found a huge amount of uh, places and other people have fallen quite a bit. It's still really condensed. Like four points is about 20k. In yeah. like each point is like 5k. It's it's, it's really really close. Uh, and even to 50k, I think I'm only 14 points off that. It's one good game week. If I had the game week, I they you know like if I got a 100 point game week this week, I could be you know 30k or something now. Um, so this could all happen again. Um, yeah. So like the game week average overall was 64 points, but for the top 10k. After hits, it was 86 points. So I kind of came wow. in on average for that, you know. So that's that's telling you the difference with the, the, the top. The big boy league. The casuals, yeah. Um, but at 64, you weren't too far off that, you know what I mean? So uh, captaincy-wise, okay, I pulled up some captaincy percentages for the week just gone. Top 100K yeah. captaincies, right? Uh, Salah was the only one with an overall percentage, uh, an overall effective ownership over 100% yeah. of all players. Okay, he had 169. He was captain by 69% of players. Havertz 10%, Vardy almost 8%. So, but Havertz was well selected. Like, you're not the only one that went for him. Yeah, look, Magnus Carlson selected him. Yeah, it was just madness. I don't I mean, get it. Uh, sorry, it wasn't the crazy captains he picked. Like, I mean, people, people went for a fucking people want people. It was a, like kind of a week, right? It was a 50-50 week. If you'd have went Havertz, Havertz. And you'd have got your fucking... If he had came in, that's 7-0 win. And, you know, God forbid fucking United put up some... Had some kind of a spine and maybe drew with Liverpool. I mean, like, we're just talking here, like, complete, like, variance and, and, and alternate universe here. But yeah, I mean, it's all hypothetical. It, it was, yeah, it's hypothetical. Like, it wasn't the worst captaincy in the world, Seamus. And you even said to me, Paddy, if you're bringing him in, go fucking all in on him. Go in and have it. And I said to you, Dan, I like no, and I did challenge you on this. I says, do I really need to bring him in as a risk enough? I think I might go Salah, but it, you didn't sway me my decision. I always make my own decisions, but I did lay in bed then. I, I had a bit of a spaces and I thought, you know what? If I'm going to fucking, I was 1.5 million, Seamus, and I mm. want to try, I wanted a little lift, you know, wanted something to fucking, you know, bring me back into the fight. I thought I'm gonna do this cap and see with with Havertz, mm. but now Seamus, I've got the stuff and knocked out of me. You know what I mean? Yeah, you got a rush of blood there, Paddy. And it's, yeah. we, we're all we're all prone to that. In fact, like when we spoke during the week, mm-hmm. I was I was saying, look, you've got like, I, like the first question anyone asked when they're talking about bringing Havertz this week, I said it's like half a dozen people that were talking about. It's it like, who's your first bench? And if they had a first decent bench, like, don't take a hit to get in Havertz if he's on your bench, because he's good. And I think I asked you, who's first on your bench? You were like, it would be Smith Rowe. And I was like, don't even bother. And kind of talked you out of it. Then we went 
down one of Rubber Ducky's spaces, I think, and everyone was so hot on Havertz. I think you got that rush of blood. And it's Rubber Ducky's fault. Yeah, I'm going to blame that guy. But then I said, I said it too. I was like, well, if you brought him in now, you've certainly got to be considering him as captain, especially if you took a hit, if that's how confident you are. Um, and yeah, I can't remember that conversation went, but you ultimately end up captaining him. Um, but I, like one of the rules I have here is if I'm bringing someone in for a hit, I have to either be captaining them this week or next week, or at least considering them as a captain. So you don't have, I don't have to go from, for a while there, I made that rule. If I brought someone in for a hit, I got to captain them to try and put myself off hits. But I don't think you have to do that as long as they are a captain option. Which I think Havertz was. Yeah, yeah. But she, he was playing up front. That's the thing. It's not like he was, was playing in midfield. He's playing uh, center forward. From that, that's it. And there was also you were on that spaces along with uh, Ash uh, Phil Hunts. And remember, Luke came on. You were there when when Luke came on. I was yeah. Scott Luke and Luke was like Captain Cancelo or you know a city defender. You know, do you remember he, he was talking about that? And um, yeah, he was with Chilwell, did he or something? Yeah, yeah, or, or maybe Chilwell or something like that. Did he go with Chilwell? He went with Chilwell. Oh, my God. But anyway, we were... Chilwell uh, got 12 points, so he did fine, but it's just... like yeah, no, at one stage, it looked, it looked good, but, um, yeah, just uh, it ended up costing him points. But he went for it, so fair play. Yeah, exactly. And we were we were talking about this captaincy thing, and, you know, it, it came down to really, in, in my mind as well, that uh, Liverpool and United was a game, right, where we knew Salah was in form. United weren't that hot, but we thought, well, I was... This is my thought process that, and Luke actually said as well, that it's one of those games where anything could happen. It's a big game. And most, sometimes you watch those big games and you're looking forward to them all fucking weekend. You get, you're making plans to go to the pub. It ends up a fucking 1-1 or a 0-0 or blah, blah, blah. Suppose if you want to dwell but now and look at the stats, you might have seen it coming. But I think sometimes those games, they just can go anyway. And what we did know was that Lukaku was injured, Werner mm-hmm. was injured, Havertz was going to play up top against Norwich, who were absolutely pish, and mm-hmm. the ceiling was very high. So I yeah. can't I can't regret what I did. I don't think anyone listening can regret what they did. I think it's just one of... I think... I'm not saying it's... I'm not saying the people of Captain Salad were like fucking lucky or anything like that either. I mean, that's a good decision. But I think people that went for Havertz were fucking, they don't deserve to be like, you know, oh, that you're a terrible FPL manager now because you've done that. Yeah. And there's actually people in the FPL community saying that. Yeah, I don't know if they're just I've trying to get that. a rise, but yeah, look, I think they're you're not a terrible coach. FPL manager if you uh, if you didn't Captain Salah. With the, like, you've been really, really punished by variance because, yeah, on a, I think this United results, I saw coming. I was very worried about it. Just when I saw what they did to Atletico Madrid, and I was like, United are not, and I'm a Man United fan. I yeah, like, I know. We are we are not Atletico Madrid. And yeah. seeing what they did to, to them, I was like, like they're going to score. And if they score early, which they did, yeah, if they we're score fucked. early, we could be, yeah, we could be totally fucked. I was like, this could be 2 3 4 nil by halftime. And like, what was it, 3 0 at halftime? Exactly, Seamus. Um, and Seamus, I'm not interrupting here, but I mean, like, I'm a United fan as well, and I know what they did to Atletico Madrid, but I actually thought, being Manchester United and knowing what Liverpool are about, I thought we'd have more bottle, we'd have more stra- strategy. I thought we would actually close. I thought, and, and, and yes, I'm foolish now thinking that, but I thought we would fucking be able to hold them. Up. I never saw 5 0. A lot of people seem to be forgetting that Spurs game last season. Where was it six one? Is that the final score? Yeah. A lot of people forgetting that. No, they have they can they can down tools. They have the propensity to 
turn to, to mock. And uh, no, I, I, previously when they played big teams last season, I was pleasantly surprised, you know, we keep it tight. It was a lot of nil-nils. Did not see that. It's a different team. The dynamic is off this year. So I saw it coming. So that's why, I mean, like, I'm a United fan. And I know a lot of United fans in groups that I'm in and many leagues that I'm in who didn't captain Salah for that reason. And I would have been the same when Liverpool played Man City a few weeks ago. It's like, I don't captain Salah in these tough away fixtures or these Yeah, it's different. It felt different. Though, but this, year, different. this week it felt different. <clears throat> Just the form he's on, I would back him to score against anyone. Basically, the only picture I wouldn't back him against is Man City and I would just try something else then any other game yeah he's he's fair go fair game and that's not saying he's going to be a perma captain um for the season in fact I think we had a question from Adam yeah, Ash earlier who was saying Salah perma captain for the rest of the season why well, not perma captain I'd have to pull up his exact question he's a perma captain for the foreseeable for the next not not, not for the next 10 game weeks um would until the AFCON Cup of Nations um not sure Seamus, so we're not going to have Verts captain against Newcastle next week? I think you should double that. <laughs> no. What did I say to you? I said ABC FPL. Yeah, yeah. you're right. Salah's playing Brighton. If he gets anything, his ownership is going to be close to 200%. There's going to be a lot of people triple captain this week. Now, I don't think he's an amazing captain this week because Brighton aren't terrible. I know they got smashed by City this week, okay? But that tells you they, they can be smashed. So... Yeah, you got to go for him. I think personally that game will be 2 0 Liverpool, 3 0, 3 1 Liverpool, maybe. Um, he might be involved in any of those. It could be Mane, Mane, Jada, Firmino, whoever. Um, but yeah, I'm going to captain him because if he does anything and his ownership is 190%, you're fucked, you know? Um, <laughs> so people took the chance this week. Now, I got to give some props to some people here because some people. Like, there was one guy in one of our mini leagues, right? I'm going to give him props here. Um, it was Ian Quinn, right? He was already top of one of our mini leagues with an OR of 25K before this week. He only went and Captain Mount, the crazy wow. bastards. He had Mount in his team already, so he wasn't getting sidetracked by this Harvard stock. He's like, I've got Mount. I'm going to captain him. He was the only person in our mini league to do so. Um, he also had Salah and Phil Foden as well. Wow. And he had Livermento and Trenton Shag and a few years. So he ended up with a game week score of 119 points, a game week rank of 28K. Now, he was already on 25K starting the game week. He huh. ended up with a new overall uh, rank of 2,779. He's in the top 3K this one game week. 668 points. Amazing. Actually, on, on Saturday, he had a live overall rank in the top 200 worldwide. Oh my that gosh. Salah game actually fucked him a bit. It brought him back down to, to the rest of us. It pulled him all down. But like if Salah had blanked, he would be easily top 1K right now. Um, so like that was amazing courage to captain someone other than Salah. And, and I be... applaud that. That's absolutely amazing. You know, and, yeah. and, and, and you know, that I don't. I, I, the, the Havertz owners. That could easily be in the Havertz owners. And, and right. I, come here. I want to I wanna give plaudits to a friend of mine who I know listens to the podcast, Jared McGee. He's at Telephone Tough Guy on um, Twitter and he scored 142 points this week. He's a mate. He's a close mate of mine. And uh, I was looking at the stats earlier and I seen 142 points and I was like, oh, my God. That's and the, the highest the highest points this week was 165. I think so. He's just yeah. 20, 20 points off being the best. So, Jared. You're, I know you're listening. Unbelievable, mate. And then we're going to a wedding this weekend, so we will be talking non-stop fancy football. Oh, yeah. Uh, 
Yeah. Buy him a pint because that man deserves I it. I said, I said, I said I was going to buy him a pint. I said I was, and we have a twenty euro bet on every year between the two of us, and uh, yeah. he's, ne- he's never won it off me. So I he, think he might be pushing you close this year, buddy. <laughs> he fucking will. I might ask him to pay out for a tenner. Yeah, I tell you what, um, that's that's amazing, and that's the highest points I've seen from anyone this week, um, yeah. and even higher than anyone in our FPL Hangover uh, podcast. No, no, Premier, it's right up there. We'll get to that. points. Yeah, no, that's amazing. That's amazing. So look, I mean, fair play to these guys that went for it. But if you had those guys, those were the, the highest point scores in the game this week. Mount, Salah, of course, who like pretty much everyone has. Uh, Foden, uh, other notable mentions, Chilwell and James, the Chelsea fullbacks, scoring 12 and 13 points respectively. Uh, Josh King for Watford, got wow, a hat-trick. Yeah, yeah. He, he played amazing. Uh, Smith Rowe, who you had on the bench. Um, I'd say i just check some of these ownerships because I was like, well, a lot of these guys... You know, none of them are very, very highly owned. I checked the top, uh, the overall percentage of ownership and the top 10K effective ownership just to see how they went this week. So just might be something interesting. Mount is overall 12.8% owned, all right, but only 3% in the top 10K. So if you had him in the top 100K or something like that, he was probably a huge huge rank rise for you, okay? Uh, Foden was 8%, 8.5% overall. But 23% in the top 10K. Now, if you recall, last week, a lot of people got him. And we got a return last week. Um, yeah. But this week was the week he really, really um, did well. So he got, what, 18 points. Now, he was lucky, I think, in a lot of respects. The second goal especially hit off him, off the back of his leg or something like that, and went past the keeper. Like, no one actually thought it was his goal till Sky showed, oh, that's been awarded to him. The first goal, I didn't even think he scored. I thought it was an own goal. But... You know, look, I mean, they were not going to give it to him unless he did get a touch, but it didn't even look, look like he'd been intercepted. So he was that close to getting an assist. So yeah. fair play to his owners. The thing that appeals to him more than Mount is that he's actually playing center forward to Man City. But I've already distanced myself from um, Man City players this season because, yeah, who knows? Like the Bruyne could be playing center forward next week or Sterling or something. I don't know. So, uh, look, I, I think he's a great pick. I'd encourage people to consider him or get him in. Uh, King is like super cheap. I think he's 5.5. I'd have to double check his price. Um, yeah. But as that third third striker spot, you know, he's really appealing. Up there with Broja, or Broja, I'm not sure how you pronounce that yet, uh, with Southampton, who scored again this week. I think he got eight yeah. points. So, look, those are some of those players. None of the other players have any real meaningful. But Seamus, what about Han, Han, Chan, Han Chang Lee? Uh, 5.7 million Wolves. He's what, four goals now? <laughs> six starts or whatever i put up yeah. a tweet about it um good fixture some would argue better than tony's fixtures with yeah goals. well if he's he's had good fixtures and he's you know he make hay when the sun shines that's what they say he's got four goals in, in these last uh six games okay 8.5 um, yeah uh that's that's a good point he's got everton at home who are really struggling at the minute and then crystal palace away and i think crystal palace are better than people are giving them credit for yeah. although um I don't, I don't really like Wolves uh, attackers very much, if I'm completely honest. I'll say this, before this week, and I haven't updated this week's stats, before this week, uh-huh. he had three goals for four shots, not getting a whole lot of shots, and he's relying on Jimenez to create for him. Um, so I saw his goal this week, and it was Jimenez's assist again. Um, he's a good, for his price, he's amazing value. I could not put anyone off him. He, yeah. he's, a, he's a brilliant third striker spot. Um, is he a good second striker spot? I'm not sure. I think he's a great third striker spot. But there's competition there, as I said, uh, 
Broja, I don't know if it's Broja or Broja, but I like Broja more, so I'm going to lean in on that. Broja, Broja sounds cool. For Southampton, that's the guy. But he went off injured, so whew, who knows what's going to happen with him. Um, he got 78 minutes, um, that's two goals and two games for him. But their games, next three games, are amazing. That's why I would be leaning more towards him. Like Watford away, Villa at home, Norwich away. That's better than Hapwang's fixtures, which next three are Everton at home, Crystal Palace away, West Ham at home. Um, that, no, that's a good point. But did Everton not concede five goals? They did. I haven't watched match today. I can't count them too much, but I know they're bad. Sure. And Seamus, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not like I know I, I'm just looking here. I just done a tweet about Hang Chi, Hang Hee Chan earlier, like so I, I've updated stats. Like six appearances, right? Four goals, uh, seven goal attempts, and seven in the box. Fifty percent mm. FPL goal involvement, and he's only eight point four percent owned. 5.7 million and you've next three fixtures i've next five next five are really good for him yeah. but i mean i'm right there with bros as well because i don't want about armstrong and bros seems to have taken the uh the tops you know yeah. he seems to be taking Armstrong spot and i do really like southampton's fixtures as well so it is i think a 50 50 maybe i don't know i think i prefer hang Shi. I, I think I lean the other way. I think I prefer Broha a bit more. But again, he as I said, he came off with a, a bit of a knock yeah, this week. Knock. So look out for, for news on that. Um, I mean, I'll put it this way. I would rather both of those guys than Lukaku and Ronaldo right now. <laughs> Amen. Amen. You know? And save and, yourself. And they could easily fucking good, outscore them. They could easily outscore them. Save yourself so, a good 14 I, we'll, we'll, we'll make notes on that for next week yeah. for, for a laugh. We'll, we will, we'll just check that out next week. But sure, that's it. Okay, um, anyone else, what other talking points that I have here? So, look, we've already mentioned Foden, and I thought he was a bit lucky with his goals. Um, yeah, and look, Sanchez basically threw in the first goal. I mean, that's a, that's another unsung hero this week. A lot of us said Sanchez. He got two bonus points. Who knew? Yeah, that's eight saves. Yeah, before today, I think he'd only made uh, more than two saves in one other game. Now, then the last game, he makes eight saves, which is what we know what happens against big team, uh, when little team meets big team. Um, so to speak, and I know Brighton are up there near the top of the table, so uh, I'm just being a bit disparaging to annoy Brighton fans here more than anything else. Um, but he uh, he's going to make saves, which is why I'm going to play him against Liverpool, you know. And if Salah doesn't score a hat trick, you know, you know Sanchez might be out for bonus again. Um, but I'm happy enough with that. Um, <clears throat> while we're here, okay. So uh, is there anyone else you want to talk about before I want to get into the FPL Hangover Mini League because there was some lots of lots of movers and shakers. I think it's reflective of. This game week in total. Uh, yeah. For players. <laughs> Before we go right into that mini league, there's a couple of things I just want to get off the chest. Or not, actually. Bear in mind, Patty, now we have to get through a few questions in the dunk tank, drunk tank too. So, and we, we said we we're going to try and do a space at 11. So we want to be. No, no, we have 15 minutes, <laughs> And I, I oh. 100% believe we can do everything in the 15 minutes. But after the drunk tank or the questions, are we going into a little preview of game week 10? Or are we just going to do that in spaces? Uh, we might do that in spaces because I haven't prepared that too much. And there is Carabao Cup games to happen this week as well. So right, okay. Like yeah. the way injuries so, have been so the unknown, is, the unknown. We, we, might, we might discuss our own teams and how we're going to set up for the week and our own yeah. thoughts on our own we'll teams. We'll do maybe. that in spaces as well. But like just before, for the people on the podcast, like we have a few things we just need to get off our chest here, Seamus. We have Mbwemo injured. We have Rafina injured. We don't know the outcomes of that really. So... Maybe. Rafina looks fine. I think he posted he'd be ready for the next game after the game. 
Brilliant. Okay. Look, well, that's good. That's... At the time, but I yeah. think um, he put on Instagram or whatever something along the lines of he'll be okay. So I don't know about Embuemo. Again, look, I, I still have to catch up on, on some of match today. Yeah, but so still good. Good to get out here on the pod so we can keep an eye on that going into the week. So keep an eye on Embuemo and Rafina. But right, give us the fucking give give us the league, Mike. Can we can we share some of the league stuff? Because yeah. I love I love league stuff. Oh oh, this week there was lots of movers and shakers in the league. Um, I'm, I'm getting delighted to, I'm delighted to bring some of these up. Um, <laughs> we have a new number one. Is the first wow. thing to, to mention in the uh, the league this week, okay? And uh, yeah, it's our good friend Richard Everson at FPL Dad. Dad. The FPL Dad score of 104 points, broke the ton. Fair play, John. Oh, yeah, good thing, yeah. Um, no, he had all he had all the big dicks, you know. In the, in the league. <laughs> uh, so he's Salah captain. He had Foden, he had Antonio. Alexander Arnold, Livermento. Um, that was enough to get you 104 points this week, you know. Um, so he pushed up there. The biggest uh, massive upset uh, this week was our former winner, Helen Christo Dule. Oh, I pronounced this here. I had this down earlier. Uh, I want to make sure. You're I fucking getting on to me about fucking Havets and you can't even pronounce the number one. No, no, I get it. So it's uh, it's Helen Helen uh, Dule Days. Okay, Christy, oh, Christo okay. Dule Days. Excuse me. Congratulations, Christ- Helen Do the Days. Well yeah, done. Helen uh, Cristo Dooley Days, okay, and she was number one for the last few weeks. No, there's no congratulations this week. She went against the Salah captaincy. Oh, you're she went for there, Captain so. Kane. Yeah, she she dropped from first in our league all the way down to 13. She went for Captain Kane. She Captain Kane. Is yeah, she had, she's been nailing it. We got we got to cut we got to cut her some slack because she's been absolutely nailing it. I know she listens to the show. Uh, so my commiserations there, okay. Uh, yeah, going with Kane, scored 59 points, uh, dropped from first to 13th. In fact, Jer is only two points behind her now when she had been massively ahead of Jer for a while. Her OR, this is such rough punishment for not captaining. Give, me, give it to me, give it to me. So prior to this game week, she was at 1,374. Like she's been killing. In the world, 1,000. Wow. Top 1.5K. Wow. She dropped down to 42K. Oh my God! God, God lover. Imagine being forty-two k. Yeah, and she Imagine scored more points. Imagine forty-two k. She scored more points than you this week, Patty, as well. Like by a, quite a bit. She scored an extra fifteen points on you this yeah, week. Yeah, yeah. So, God, like, God that lover. Tells you, hey, come here, God lover, being forty-two k in the world. You know, God. You know what? You're right. Hey, uh, what's your name? First world problems. These are first world problems. Christine what? Christy, Christy Dooley days. Hey, Christine, do the days. I'm so sorry that you're only 42k in the world right now, all right? Crocodile tears, buddy. Well, look, she's... Uh, it's That's a 2.5 fucking million. All right. There's people well, out there fucking too... That fucking don't have, have fucking Smith Rowe on their bench and can't have it. Can't have it's fucking captain, all right? No, go on, move along. I have no sympathy for fucking uh, Christine. You sound, like, you, you, sound, you sound like FPL mate here. Come on. No, no sympathy. That's an absolute... No sympathy. Fuck. You know what? Cancel the pod. You that fucking <laughs> bastard. <laughs> okay. Nobody sounds like him. Sorry, nobody, nobody sounds like FPL. Sorry, brother. Sorry, brother. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I mentioned the bad word. As an avid listener, she will understand that I'm just fucking slagging her, right? But 42k in the world. She's gonna bounce back from that. And you know what? Oh, yeah. She's she, she I'm in her team actually. She's one of the people that had like Balls of steel. No, no, t- tatties of steel. <laughs> she went for it. I'm not sure what the politically correct term is here for this, but yes, no, she did. She, 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 she
she was brave. But look, it's a cautionary tale, Patty. This is what happens when you want to go against the herd. I mean, you got to pick your punches in a, in a, in a, in a fight. And uh, you pick the wrong punch, you leave yourself up to a body shot that's going to lay you on the floor. And that's what's happened here. So, look, yeah. it's a real shame. I'll just go through the rest of the top um, top 10 there quickly. So, as I said, uh, FBL dad, Rich Everson, uh, he's he's number one, 669 points. Number two is uh, Chris Joe. Number three, Peter Ovington, the rubber duckies, our old friend. Uh, number uh, joint third is Simon Duty. Um, well, he was our manager of the week with 130 points this week, by the way, Simon. Um, that's an incredible score. So your friend, you did better than that. Uh, he actually rose 20 places in our league. Wow. Wow. He went, from 20, he went from 23rd up to third. So, and he's only like, you know, five points behind Rich. Um, number five, we've got uh, Martin Baker. Number six, we've got Maxime Malinowski. Number seven, we've Jack Spaulding. Number eight, Bithin Mukherjee. And number nine, we've Donald Hannigan. Number 10, Scott Kent. Okay. Right. And um, yeah, yeah, that's that that runs off the top ten in the mini league. She, so. Seamus, can I can I bring in can I uh, can I out the guy with the most points on the bench? Because I'm really excited because I, I just looked at this. Oh, and, dude, and no, I, I want to do it. I want to do it. I've had I, I've had run-ins with, with this guy. <laughs> All right, you can do it. You can do it. Can I can I laugh extra loud or can I? I mean, you can, like, you can. can I can no, I please? Look, you know what? Patty, I'll let you do it. I mean, I don't want to rub salt in the This is painful, but this is no, obviously we something. Won't, we won't, we won't rub salt, but this is box office stuff here. Like, I think, I think I've had run-ins with him in the past. We've had disagreements over stuff. I mean, I've no, no well, I, I, I don't mind this guy. I, I, my interactions with him are pretty cool. But I mean, like, I, I'm just, I mean, like, I'm, I'm, I, I don't know what's going on. Is it a mistake? I Does think it, it's laying one's balls on the line and going, you know. He's a Manchester he, United fan. He must be, yeah. Must yeah be. I'm looking at this profile picture. I can see like a, a Cantona number seven, a Bruno number 18 in the background. It's well, Anyway, person, well, well, Artemis name. He's, he's Donnie FPL. Yeah, the person we're talking about here is Donnie FPL. He, he's benched 39 points by placing Salah and Trent on his bench. And Salah, it's cost 24 points, 10 usually, points. Usually, of course, yeah. So there's there's a second cautionary tale. Do not. I mean, I tried to play this podcast on this. Why do well, you make Salah and Trent? It's because he couldn't leave his club allegiances at the door, which is what you got to do in FPL, and that's what I did this week. I mean, I didn't want to see United get spanked, yeah. but I was like, the writing's on the wall. This is what's going to happen. Um, and I would have. I I don't know if I would have. I think I more likely would have captained Lukaku if he had been had been fit available. Because why else do I have him if I'm not going to captain him at home to yeah. Norwich? You know, well, so well, I, I would have I would have captained him, especially considering uh, Liverpool were away. But uh, yeah, look, we all got lucky in that sense. Us Salah captainers that it kind of pushed us into that. But uh, yeah. So Donnie, Donnie's a casual player. Then he just plays for the fun of it, obviously, in the crack. I have no idea. I have no idea. I, I mean, like, well, then, like, okay, like Trent oh, 30, yeah. and so yeah, yeah. you have to play these guys. You ha- you can't not play your. Fun. Me- How much is Salah? Uh, he actually he's been going up in price. I don't know who does. Anyway, him, forget about it. Right. Anyway, that that's fucking mental, Donny. Donny, fucking respond to the fucking respond to us. Tell us what kind of drugs you were on, how many of them you had, and what kind of drugs that you're selling because we might we might take some. Right. Go on ahead, Seamus. Any other yeah. madness? Uh, there's a few more in the league. I'm just going to touch on them, but just things we mentioned, Salah. Just 
it's worth mentioning how insane his form is. I know there's no point saying it too long because everyone has him. Everyone's probably going to be captain all the time. But he's got, <laughs> so far, where am I going? Oh, I've lost my track. Okay, so far, he's got 107 points in nine game weeks. He's averaging 11.88 points per game. He's got 10 goals, six assists, as well as six clean sheet because he's a midfielder, 16 bonus points. He's got six double-digit hauls out of nine games. Okay, okay. <laughs> he's okay. everything you need. He's on score. He's on track for like a 400-point season. Um, he scored in all but one game weeks this season. That was against Burnley in game week two. He's played 90 minutes in every single Premier League game so far. The next player in FPL with points are both Vardy and Antonio on 57 points. So he's 50 points clear of second place. It literally, if you look at the charts, it goes 57 points, second place, 107 points, first place. He is so far ahead of anyone that he's actually more than double the points of the player in fourth place, which is Son. Double the points. Wow. Like, uh, it, it, like I mean, it's insane. You, you're going to have to all-captain him for the next first few games. Um, yeah. Um, <laughs> I just don't know what to say other than that. It's it's insane. Um, so that, that that was that. Um, while we have the FPL Hangover uh, mini league podcast mini league up at the moment, uh, I'll just mention a few huge risers and fallers. This indicates what's happening in the league. The biggest riser this week was Scotty K. He rose 38 places this week. Um, okay. The biggest fall was Fionn Hayes, who dropped 40 places. So, like, wow. Scott Kent, by the way, went from 51, 51st swapped. place in the league up to 10th. They basically yeah. swapped. <laughs> yeah, they basically swapped. And Seamus, um, can you give us the, 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 the best transfer of, of your amazing league? Give us the best transfers there, and I'll do the worst. Give, who, okay. well, who were the, the best transfers? We, that's the important best, to me. Okay, you're right. The best transfers was uh, Emmanuel Ansu, and they gained 24 points from their transfers. They wow, sold Pogba, who got Ray Cardiff, <laughs> Greenwood, and Lukaku. Uh, he brought in Tony Gray and Salah. Okay, now I'm not sure if they captain Salah, but if this isn't taken. No, there's no captain 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 points. included here. But he took a minus eight and still ended up 24 points better off. A net total of 24 points with a minus eight. Fantastic. Well done. Can I tell you who was the worst? Who, yeah. who was the worst transfers? And this is pretty spectacular. Uh, Kane McGinley, uh, team name Sticky Rice. He made a minus eight for four transfers, right? And he got rid of Lukaku. He got rid of Rudiger, nine points. Havertz, three points. And Jota, 11 points. And he brought in Vardy, one point, Son, two points, Alonso, zero points, and Benarama, three points. That cost him 25 points with a minus eight. Unbelievably fucking bad luck. Like, another uh, man, he, another he man probably hacked. sweet. Yeah. He, he took out Havertz and Rudiger, and he brought, brought in Alonso, and he brought in the this guy was hacked at some yeah, stage, he, I reckon. Yeah, I think he was but, um, definitely hacked. Yeah. Well, look, that's the FPL Hangover Mini League um, at the minute. Uh, as it stands, look, it's still early days. Uh, FPL Dad, let's see if you can be caught. Fair play. Uh, commiserations to Lenny, who's a regular listener. we uh, we got to answer some of these questions before we finish up because we're going to run out of time. I'm going to get this spaces going, okay? Um, mm-hmm. I already answered, ans- answered Ash's question about uh, perma-captain uh Salah between now and the Afghan nations and the answer is he's definitely going to be captain for foreseeable but whether that's two three game weeks form is everything um you don't need to perma captain anyone there's going to be 
times you're going to pick it. I think I looked at game week 12 as a good opportunity to maybe captain somebody else. And I think I'm looking at Son, maybe even Kane in that game week. There's options out there. But yeah, for the next two, three game weeks, it's Salah. Definitely. Uh, what do you think? Anyone? Would you perma captain until January? Listen, listen mate. I'm ABC now. I'm not going fucking DEF anymore. Fair you enough. know, I'm back. I'm, I'm just going to look. I've tried. I've had a couple of punts. I'm 2.5 million. It's time to get back onto the track. I've been, I've been, you know, I've been bullied off my fucking mad picks. I'm just going to, but well, I'll tell you what I will do. I'm not going to go rage transfer and have Ertz have out of my team. I'm going to Fair keep enough. him. I'm going to keep him for the two fucking extra fixtures he has. Uh, if I'm looking at anything, I have Edwarden. He has City this week. I don't like that fixture. No, but I was planning on benching him, but I have to see how Rafinha is. Dude, I'm Rafinha... telling you. I'm telling you right now. Sort out your defence. You've got like two playing defenders. One and a half playing defenders. Yeah. Sort so... No, uh, no, but look, no, but no, but look, I can play Rafinha bench Edward. I would like Edward for the next two fixtures, but then the other side of me is I could just sell Edward for Hang Chang Lee. Dude, you're not even listening. You're going to end up with ten players again. Like <laughs> your defenders aren't going to play. You know, you're going to end up with like maybe another minus points off the bench for. Um, but, is, but I have to see how Raf- I ha- What I'm saying is I have to see how Rafinha is. Because we don't know Dude, how... If, like, you have to, if you have to play Edward and he gets two points against Man City, that's better than... like Quang is not going to light it up. Okay, yeah. He's not going to score a brace or something like that. At, like, the moment, at, scoring goals. at the moment, I have two, three flag players. Mbwemo, do we have any... Clar- they, these guys will all play. I told you, Rafinha's going to play. Mbwemo is probably going to play. I have Mbwemo, Rafinha and Aileen. So you're saying I need to get rid of Aileen for... Get rid of Aileen. Yeah, get rid of Ailing for Livermento. I don't even know what the fixtures are right now. Who, yeah, yeah, Livermento has got some really good this week. It's Burnley or something? Yeah, well, it doesn't matter. He'd be, he'd be yeah, dead. yeah, Livermento, man. Edward will go to the bench, and I might just do Ailing to Livermento. Why? Oh, if I could do an end up, this wasn't even the question. Chief asked about Perma Captain Salah, and you're talking about <laughs> what try to have Ertz. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, look, that's my own I'm not going to Captain Havertz. Uh, the Captain is Salah this week for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I think so. I think so. Oh, I, I would love if I, I went off was the available. Script. I went off the he said Lukaku's available this week. Yeah, yeah. Look, Newcastle is a, is a good fixture. But look, we're going to get through these because I want to get into the spaces here. And right, let's do it. Let's do it. Guys, thanks uh, for fucking listening. Go no, on. No, we're not finished. We're not finished. There's more questions. We're going to get through these. We're, we're going to answer the people. And then we're going to get in there in the two minutes, okay? Next question. Would it be quick? Quick fire round. Nuclear Adams at Particle Impact. Now, he just start off the question yeah, pretty badly I, I because he says, without sure the, the heart, so this pod, without sure the heart, so this pod disappears. Boo. Uh, question. I've already got my funds spread out across the positions finally. I won't be able to get Son, so I was thinking to get Greenwood and Region in game week 12 since United and Spurs have got good fixtures around the same time. Thoughts? I'm not looking at Spurs at all. Go on ahead, though. Yeah, I'm not looking at Spurs defenders, but Region is the best of them. Um, if we, if they look... Oh, see, the good thing about this is it's game week 10. So you've got game week 10 and 11 to look at Spurs and see has Nuno got them playing well. If he hasn't, I'm not looking at Region. Greenwood is a fine pick, but it's looking more likely that Ole is under pressure. He might not even be the manager come game week 12. So that could be a really good pick, or it could be a bad pick because his position could be a risk. So it's really hard to say. I don't think you look that far ahead. Um, I think you, you know, roll your transfer if you know what you want to do, 
or look at uh, improving your weakest area squad or trying to get some funds if uh, if you think you want to make if you do want to get Sun in for example because I think Sun is probably one of the the better picks to get in um so that was that oh now I gotta pull up I gotta pull up this here all fucked up I gotta pull up my own one just make sure there's no yeah but I think that was great you answered that you answered that very well she's because I don't think the way the season has gone so far there it's been very hard to plan ahead any plans that you know I've had a couple of plans this this season so far and I haven't been able to implement any of them because of injuries and injuries and yeah I'm the same it's costing me um, I haven't been able to implement, I haven't been able to implement any plans that I that I did have like I write them I actually write some of the stuff down in a little notebook you know and everything I've written down I haven't been able to do yeah no I'm the same I, I love my transfer like my plan transfer this week was to get in um what's his face uh trent uh but now i i still might do it for minus four because i should have just did the minus four i was talking about last week which was alonzo to chill but it would have ended up eight points better yeah you were talking about that you were That's talking about that mistake. it was the last decision i wanted to make but i said look i'll i'll go with it but now i don't know now every week that goes on i feel it's more likely alonzo will start and the week i move him out is the week he'll play but that's that's something i'll think about um yeah, the uh, the final question we had was from Robert Ducky himself, actually, where he asked, why is the FPL Hangover podcast mini league an enigma? Um, he is absolutely nailing it this season, Robert Ducky, and it's like the one league each week where he suddenly you know, he gets a red arrow or he can't seem to get a green. Now, he's got a green this week. He's in third place. He's only five points behind FPL that. I think he's just a small bit frustrated. He's not number one. But look, and that's because it's a very it's a very good league, mate. It's such a it's that's such because a because quality. That's because the quality is higher than your standard, rubber ducky. There's six people separating six points separating the top five. So that's a fine mini league there. Um, but look, that's the end of the uh, the drunk tank uh, questions. There, we gotta finish up. We said we were going to do a spaces, and we've been recording here long enough. And so, we are going to do a spaces. Yeah, and I've just looked at it, and thank God this is still recording because if we had to do all this again, I may cry. But, Paddy, thank you for joining us. Um, anything you want to say to the people before we go? Um, just have a good wank to yourself and enjoy yourself and don't beat yourself up about a terrible game week. Remember, it's only a game and it's only one game week and there's so many game weeks left. And if you want to chat to me, Seamus or Jer, our DMs are open. Send nudes. Send nudes. That's, that's well said. Um, just to make you all aware, look, if you're not, I'm not sure if this is going to be on YouTube this week, um, but if you want to listen to us, you can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Overcast, Breaker, Castbox, uh, I listen on Pocket Cast, Radio Public, Stitcher. You can also get us on Spotify. Um, if you want to contact us, I'm at FPL Drunk, Paddy's at FPL Viking underscore, and uh, the podcast itself at fpl hangover you can email us at gmail.com uh sorry fpl hangover at gmail.com um anything else i've missed i don't think so paddy's left he's kind of taking a pish and uh so i guess it's up to me to say thank you and good night